Welcome to First Formation, a weekday podcast for high church lowlifes like me, Logan Isaac, looking to get the fuck up out of bed to pray. This is where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. A podcast for anyone who cares for soldiers and veterans enough to follow us into the mud and the suck, to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Isaiah chapter 11, verses 1 through 9. A shoot shall come out from the stump of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest on him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. His delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see or decide by what his ears hear, but with righteousness he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he shall kill the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt around his waist, and faithfulness the belt around his loins. The wolf shall live with a lamb, the leopard shall lie down with the kid, the calf and the lion and the fatling together, and the little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze, their young shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play over the hole of the asp, and the weaned child shall put its hands on the adder's den. They will not hurt or destroy on on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Numbers chapter 16 verses 1 through 19. Now Korah, son of Izar, son of Kohath, son of Levi, along with Dathan and Ibiram, sons of Eliab, and On, son of Peleth, descendants of Reuben, took 250 Israelite men, leaders of the congregation, chosen from the assembly, well-known men, and they confronted Moses. They assembled against Moses and against Aaron and said to them, You have gone too far. All the congregation are holy, every one of them, and the Lord is among them. So why then do you exalt yourselves above the assembly of the Lord? When Moses heard it, he fell on his face. Then he said to Korah and all his company, In the morning the Lord will make known who who is his and who is holy, and who will be allowed to approach him. The one whom he will choose, he will allow to approach him. Do this. Take censers, Korah and all your company, and tomorrow put fire in them, and lay incense on them before the Lord. And the man whom the Lord chooses shall be the Holy One. You Levites have gone too far. Then Moses said to Korah, Hear now, you Levites. Is it too little for you that the God of Israel has separated you from the congregation of Israel? to allow you to approach him in order to perform the duties of the Lord's tabernacle and stand before the congregation and serve them. He has allowed you to approach him and all your brother Levites with you, yet you seek the priesthood as well. Therefore, you and all your company have gathered together against the Lord. What is Aaron that you rail against him? 
Moses sent for Dathan and Abiram, sons of Eliab, but they said, We will not come. Is it too little that you have brought us up out of a land of flowing with milk and honey to kill us in the wilderness, that you also must lord it over us? It is clear you have not brought us into a land of land flowing with milk and honey, or given us an inheritance of fields and vineyards. Will you put out the eyes of these men? We will not come. Moses was very angry and said to the Lord, Pay no attention to their offering. I have not taken one donkey from them, and I have not harmed any one of them. And Moses said to Korah, As for you and all your company, be present tomorrow before the Lord, and, they will, and you and they and Aaron. And let each one of you take his censer and put incense in it. And each one of you present his censer before the Lord. Two hundred fifty censers. You also and Aaron, each his censer. So each man took his censer and they put fire in the censers and laid incense on them. And they stood at the entrance of the tent of meeting with Moses and Aaron. Then Korah assembled the whole congregation against them at the entrance of the tent of meeting. And the glory of the Lord appeared to the whole congregation. Hebrews chapter 13, verses 7 through 17. Remember your leaders, those who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same today and yes, to, yesterday and today and forever. Do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teachings, for it is well for the heart to be strengthened by grace, not by regulations about food, which have not benefited those who observe them. We have an altar from which those who officiate in the tent have no right to eat. For the bodies of those animals whose blood is brought into the sanctuary by the high priest as a sacrifice for sin are burned outside the camp. Therefore, Jesus also suffered outside the city gate in order to sanctify the people by his own blood. Let us then go to him outside the camp and bear the abuse he endured. For here we have no lasting city, but we are looking for the city that is to come. Through him, then, let us continually offer sacrifice of praise to God, that is, the fruit of lips that confess his name. Do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. Obey your leaders and submit to them, for they are keeping watch over your souls and will give an account. Let them do this with joy and not with sighing, for that would be harmful to you. Here ends the reading. stuff to think about. Uh, the subtitle is Peaceful Kingdom, and it's used, especially in Advent, to remind us who leads us and where that uh, leader is taking us. And that leader is a child. In fact, that one line, and a little child shall lead them, is really popular. And it's something that sticks out in my head. For some reason, I have this silhouette of like a toddler walking off into the horizon, and we're supposed to follow him. And all these predators... Uh, are laying down beside their prey, um, and it's not that they've lost any characteristic other than that they don't eat one another and they don't harm one another. Um, some of them uh, respond differently, but I also noticed that um, the right uh, that the righteousness shall be the belt around his waist and faithfulness 
belt around his loins reminded me of the armor of God that Paul talks about in Ephesians 6. Um, but grunts are, are, are subject to their leaders. In fact, one of the defining characteristics in my mind uh, of what grunts are is that they're, they're, um, they're always taking orders. They, they may give them, I mean, you raise, uh, rise up in the ranks, obviously, but um, there's a fundamental significance, moral significance between giving orders and taking orders. And in Numbers 16, um, we have this description of leaders, leadership in conflict, really. Um, Moses was selected and reluctantly complied and dragged his brother along with him. And then they go out to the wilderness, and the leaders of the tribes are saying, well, we don't want your leadership, and we think there's something wrong with it. And Moses, instead of pushing back, says, okay, well, let's just see who God picks. Um, and the reading, the selection actually closes at this cliffhanger, and the glory of the Lord appeared before the whole congregation. Um, and finally, in, in Hebrews, uh, the author, who a lot of people think is Paul, scholars aren't totally positive, um, he opens with the lines, remember your leaders. And he doesn't speak down on them. He says, do what they do. Um, they've taken charge over you and um, to remember um, to do as they say and let them do it do it with joy and without sighing. And that line in particular, when I was getting out of the army um, as a conscientious objector, I remember thinking, I don't want to make their job hard. Um, and I think it was this line in Hebrews, let them do this with joy and without sighing, um, for that would be harmful to you. It's kind of pragmatic and strategic, but it's also a consideration for those, for the leaders that you may or may not really be all that um, excited about or loyal to. Um, so even if you are a grunt at the bottom of the, the totem pole, um, you, I think there's an important lesson to be learned from the readings today um, that leaders are humans too and to not, um, to not um, take things too personally. Um, and for those of us who are at the bottom of some totem poles and closer to the top on others, I think it's a, it's a challenge for how you lead um, Moses, I think, is a really great example that he took it in stride, and he was upset. He took that to his confidant. His confidant happened to be God, which is fucking baller. Um, but he he let them challenge him, and he didn't he didn't get upset. It wasn't cutthroat, um, and he had confidence. I'm sure that God would choose them, and that uh, their leaders would trust um, that he you know had his hands off of the scale. Um, so if you're if you are a, a, a grunt of grunts and you are at the bottom of most social ladders, um, I think that this morning is a reminder to to put a certain amount of faith in your leaders um, and to help them do their job well. Um, and if you're not necessarily at the bottom of some of these social and professional ladders, it's a challenge as well to um, not hold too tightly to the reins of power, um, to consider those who you lead, um, that, that you have a responsibility to them and they have a responsibility to you. And I think this is, this is where the reflection will end. A prayer for the President of the United States and all in civil authority from the Book of Common Prayer. 
O Lord, our governor, whose glory is in all the world, we commend this nation to your merciful care, that, being guided by your providence, we may dwell secure in your peace. Grant to the President of the United States, the governor of this land, and to all in authority, wisdom and strength to know and do your will. Fill them with a love of truth and righteousness, and make them ever mindful of their calling to serve this people in your fear. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, world without end. Amen. Thank you for falling into Pew Pew HQ's first formation where we share morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, I hope you'll consider participating in one of the three following ways. First, you can support this podcast with a monthly contribution at anchor.fm firstformation. You can sponsor morning prayer for Pew Pew people with as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, You can become a co-host yourself by recording a lectionary reading and sending it to me to be included in a weekday episode of your choosing. Instructions for co-hosts can be found in earlier episodes, and you don't have to be a grunt to participate in First Formation in this or any way. Finally, and maybe most importantly, you can send me your prayer requests of a minute or less with a voice message feature on Anchor's iOS or Android apps. Prayers may be added to a morning prayer episode, aired anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in morning prayers for Pew Pew people. I hope you will continue to listen in and maybe even consider participating yourself. This has been and always will be Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.